This is episode 5, Frickin' Flippin' and Shoot. Is cursing a sin? Can Christians say bad words? Let's find out. Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey man, this is Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Andrew? Ah, uh, you it's know, been, I can't complain. It's been some time. Yeah. Looks like you've uh, got some sun. Dude, I've got some sun. We It was like 80 plus degrees yesterday, and we had a pool party at our house. Nice. It was awesome. Were you social distancing during your pool party? Oh yeah. Uh, obviously, everybody six feet apart at all times. No, That's dude. That's a pretty big pool. We, it's actually a pretty small pool, but it's a sweet one, but we have, uh, we've given up on that. Uh, this is direct family only though. Um, so, you know, got to hang out, got to be done with this craziness at some point. So it's kind of like the coronavirus thing has ended now that all this other stuff is going on that you just don't really think about the coronavirus anymore. Yeah. Just moved on. It's just not even a thing. Yeah, except I still have to wear masks in places because I live in like eastern Pennsylvania where everybody's still crazy uh, about it. But dude, COVID-19 coronavirus aside, dude, I made the chickens. Um, I basically pimped their ride of their chicken coop uh, this weekend. I made them all custom boxes, like nice. a box for every chicken so they can sleep in it. However, I went out there just before this to make sure they were in their coop and closed the door. Dude, 15 of the 17 chickens were in one <laughs> tiny box. <laughs> they the like two, to be close together. Dude, the other two were just wandering around looking guilty. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, it was pretty funny. That's funny. So you made 17 boxes? I'm picturing, like, okay. a lot of purple, a lot of gold, uh, lots <laughs> yeah. of bling going around. Right. No, they're all wood colored. Um, but I did let oh, not as my daughter. As I yeah, I did let my daughter like color on them with a the pencil. So that was cool. But I got to confess, I made 16 boxes. And on number 17, I just put that in the corner on the second level and scooted the thing over so that it could like have its own little space, but no roof. So like oh, the so least popular fun. chicken will get number 17. Or maybe the most popular because it has a sunroof maybe. and it's like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But apparently I'll want to be in one box anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So chickens, man. Chicken legs. How much longer until they start laying eggs for you? Uh, I think that, I don't know. I think we're probably like three, four weeks out, honestly. But they're almost full grown. So yeah. I don't know how long once they're full grown. But I think late June, early July could be going. Oh, dude. You're going to have eggs. You yeah. start like selling them to your neighbors. The old social distance, of course. Yeah. But you sell them to your neighbors. I was I was just gonna egg my neighbor neighbors as an advertisement. <laughs> you know, <laughs> throw some eggs at their house and let them and know. Just throw a card. Yeah, we got eggs. Yeah. You need You've been an egg. Eggs? Do you want some? <laughs> you want to buy some? Five bucks a dozen, organic, uh, free range. How much do eggs actually cost? I don't. I'll be I honest. I've never looked. Dude, couple bucks normally, but. But when you buy the fancy organic, it's like probably four bucks a dozen. Yeah. The egg market, man. It's a racket. (laughs) The egg market. Speaking of the egg market, dude, what are we talking about this week? What's going on? Make that connection. (laughs) 
yeah, you make that connection. <laughs> There's definitely a part of me that just wants to let out a string of bad words um, just to get right. the episode going, right. but we won't. We'll you could do a refrain. string of bad words in Christianese. I just want to point out that though we're talking about curse words, I was not the first one to curse on this podcast. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It was me. However, you have in the last couple episodes, you know, so. I've been preparing even. for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been saving up, saving all my bad words. I've been uh, building it. Yes. But hey, we're talking about curse words this this week, uh, talking yeah. on whether or not Christians are allowed to say them, if it's a sin. Um, mm-hmm. It really comes back to my comment in the very first episode where I said my theology on curse words. And we had some people ask, what is your theology on curse words? Right. Uh, so that's kind of where this all came to be. Right. But yeah. Hey, where do you want to start out with all this? Dude, I want to start out my background. Uh, and you can maybe do yours. This is quick. But, um, dude, I grew up in a, a pretty conservative uh, Christian home. Um, and <laughs> I remember one day I was at, like, my best friend's house. And we hung out all the time. Um, and I said, James, I have to take a bowvement. Um, where can I where can I take a bowvement at your house? What is a bowvment? And he's like, What? <laughs> a bowvment? Yeah, I'm with James on this one. Okay, okay, but I was a kid. So what I was trying to say is, James, I have to take a bowel movement. Where is your bathroom? <laughs> you have a weird childhood, I'll be honest. Dude, okay. <laughs> Bowel movement was what my mom and dad said I had That's to say. That's what they called it? Instead oh. of poop. Instead of I have to take a poop. I have to take Like a always or like that was the rule. When crap. you leave the house, you only say no, this. No, dude. It was always like I always had to say bowel movement or BM. I could say I got to take a BM. And it was like the worst thing. Like James looked at me. He was like, you what? And I'm like, I have to take a poop. And he's like. Toilets in there, you know, like, but it's crazy. Like, apparently, poop is a cuss word uh, to some. It is. I'm glad that you figured that out. Yeah. I've, I've yeah, been meaning to bring it up. I've been very offended. Yeah, and then later there were things like "what the frick," um, "freaking." So kind of <laughs> like, like a Ned Flanders methodology yes. to curse words. Shoot, dang! Like, still want to say them all, but yeah. I'm going to fill them in with. Shortened versions of this slightly word. different. Probably yeah. why we're calling this episode "frickin' flippin' and shoot." Yes, we yeah. could probably add bowel you... movement to that. Bowel <laughs> movement, frickin' flippin' and shoot. <laughs> you totally can. Yes. Yeah. See, so my... any weird, any weird stuff like that for you? Mine is so much worse than that. Like that's that's nothing. Okay. So like, we grew up in your typical Christian conservative home. Uh-huh. We didn't. We weren't supposed to curse. We'll say it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents didn't necessarily curse around us unless they're that angry and enough. Yeah. And then curse words went flying. Uh, but I've in general, still never heard my mom or dad curse. Never. Really? In my life. Yes. Well, uh, I say curse, curse fair but amount what now, I mean, as they get older. what I mean is I've never heard them use cuss words. I think cuss words and cursing are very different. Hence this episode. But go ahead. What do you mean by cuss words? You mean like cursing somebody? uh cuss words being like uh like shit um that's a cuss word what's a curse Um, word (laughs) see 
I'm not sure it is. So we got to have this discussion in a minute. No, no, but... no, 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 no. Like, my question was, what is a curse word? If that's oh. a cuss word. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just think there's a thing like a curse and cursing, and then there's cuss words. I think curse words is like a misnomer. Um, totally. So it's not a thing. I just think I think it's a what does society right now view as a word that's somehow derogatory or bad? That's a curse word. Yeah. But I think okay. that like the biblical intent of cursing and curse. Yeah, cursing somebody is like very different than that. I think cursing is like, like go to hell, but you mean it. You know, like I want you to live the rest of your life in hell. Not, okay. not, oh, I just took a shit. <laughs> That's very okay. different. You know, um, you, here's my question then. I mean. Can you tell your shit to go to hell? <laughs> <laughs> maybe but like, you know yeah I, I don't know man i don't know now my story's a little bit different <laughs> now i'm probably let's see here we still live in south dakota so i'm probably <laughs> fifth grade sixth grade so whatever is that like 10 11 12 yeah um and we're going to the movies my brother and i my mom's dropping us off now this is a big deal in watertown south dakota uh, we have a real movie theater because it has four movie theaters not Whoa. just two like Nice. Pretty big upgrade. Nice. We're going. Um, we pull up. I'm sitting in the back seat of our minivan, um, and I'm, like, leaning forward in between the front seats. So my brother's there, and my mom's there. And as we pull up, there's a girl that I just don't like in the window just standing there. And, of course, I'm like, oh, and just drop the big one. No. Right on, right on my mother's ear. No. Oh, bad move. Did you get your mouth washed out with soap? I had that no, one time. No, I'm pretty fast. I ran yeah. to the back of the, the van, and I hid behind the back seat. Of course, I didn't go see a movie that day. Uh, my brother oh, did. Right. I did not. Right. Uh, when we got home, I, I don't remember anything at that point. Maybe it was that harsh of a punishment, or my mom was just in shock and just walked inside the house. Who knows? But, um, yeah, that was that's my story of cursing. Wow. Not for the first time. Uh, yeah. At least that was the first time in front of my mother. Um, so probably a pretty shocking experience for a 10-year-old to drop the F word. Yeah. Uh, not just it was in her ear. At least it wasn't at her. Like, right. it was at right. somebody else. So, totally. Yeah, but the F word, something that's hard. Like that. that's, that's tough. <clears throat> I got my mouth washed out by soap one time um, when I was, I don't know, somewhere around that age. But I said, damn it. Uh, and my mom could hear me. <laughs> and it was Ooh. like I was mad at the dog or something. Like, she, like ripped a toy out of my hand or something i said damn it um dude next thing i knew i was in the bathroom with a bar of soap and no not a bar of soap a couple drops of dawn on my tongue it was horrible it was the worst that was bad rough i probably should have had my mouth wash out with soap but i don't i don't remember a time when that actually happened right um i do remember a time my mother went to slap me once and i caught her hands when i was in high school just out of reflex, like it's like protection. I'm just trying to save myself, and right. then you like realize in that moment what just happened, and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, so I just kind of like, and, and my mom was just as shocked. So I wasn't like pushing her out of my room, but I was guiding her as I held her arms out of the room, <laughs> and then I closed the door and locked it. Oh um, my gosh! Now to be on the other <laughs> side of that door and just be like, "Mom, what happened after that? Like, what were the thoughts running through your head in that moment?" 
Um, <laughs> I'm bet they would have some cuss words in them well, if she was being imagine. honest. Yes. Only imagine. Curse yeah. words. And Curse part words. of this is like yeah. this idea that I don't know. There's there's hills that Christians choose to die on. Yes. Um, that oftentimes confuse me. Of why did you choose this hill to die? Right. And I think cursing is one of those hills because I don't think you can call curse words sin. Hmm. And my short, simple answer to my theology and curse words is I do not believe curse words are sin in and of themselves. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And the main, yeah. And the main reason for that is language is language, right? Like you can't – what is it – what we consider a curse word today – is not the same as what they would consider a curse word um, in the first century. Um, but not only that, what we cons- what we don't consider a curse word in this environment, in another environment today with different people, might be a curse word. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, it's just, it's a cultural yeah. piece yeah. to it. And there's just, I don't think you can label something um, a curse word when it's just simply language. And it's yeah. constantly changing, right? Like, sin is pretty black and white. Um, mm-hmm. There's a line in the sand, mm-hmm. either yes or no. Um, it's sin or it's not sin. Um, when you start getting into this gray area, the things get really weird. And I don't think this is actually a gray area. I think Jesus is pretty specific um, as we go through the Gospels and go through um, even the epistles with Paul. Uh, I think Paul's even very specific on what is a curse, what is a sin, and what is not a sin when it right. comes to the language yeah, we choose is. to use. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. And I, I do agree with you. Um, but at the same time, as we were preparing for this, I felt a little challenged because I pulled up, you know, like, um, Bible info about swear, swear words or Bible verses about swear words. And there's like so many passages, man. But as you read through them, so many of them are like the tongue, you know, sets a forest on fire. Mm -hmm. Like there, there are things like that, um, where they're not like, don't say the words that your society views as being harsh or I don't know, like abrasive or something. I'm trying to define what a cuss word is or a curse word is in my mind and something that's like intentionally kind of over the top or abrasive maybe could be. So um, I don't know. I think by the end of this, yeah, I think by the end of this, we'll land on an answer. Yeah, I hope. What are some so, of those verses? Because I'm curious. Um, okay, so like Ephesians four twenty nine, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only, um, but only such as is good for building up, as fits that occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear it. Um, simple, but it's just like okay, don't let any you know unwholesome, unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And I'm like, okay, what's unwholesome, you know, is it saying S H I T as one word, uh, or, or what, what's unwholesome, you know, cause there's a lot more unwholesome things to say than that in my opinion. So what do you think about that? I have a punchline and I don't want to get to the punchline right now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's keep reading verses and then we can kind of get to my punchline of why I believe what I believe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you can argue or agree with that. Um, okay. But okay. why don't you give us a couple more verses and then we can kind of dissect them. All right. Because there's what? There's like three or four verses that Christians use. There's more yeah. verses in Ephesians. There's a verse in Colossians. Maybe yeah. James. Totally. Okay, James. I mean, James, this actually is, is a harder one. 
James 5, 12, but above all, my brothers do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any oath, uh, any other oath, uh, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. And it goes on to talk about like, you can't even control like the color of your hair, but that's not kind of can now, you know? Yeah. But what James is speaking to is in language. James is speaking to Alliance, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I swear this is true on my mother's grave, right? That's what he's talking to. He says, you don't need to swear on anything. Just let your yes be yes and your no be no. If you say yes, then then follow up with it. If you say no, follow up with it. Right, right. Okay, what about this one? James 1, 26. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religious or religion is use is worthless. Um, like if you don't bridle your tongue, but deceive your heart, your religion is worthless. You know, that one's kind of yeah. tough. James one twenty six. It's definitely a tough verse in general. I don't think yeah. it's a tough verse for what we're talking about. Like, well, yeah, I think, I think it keeps coming back to language. It comes back to how yeah. you're using the words and where you're choosing to use them. In, yeah. Um, I think the other verses that people bring up is Colossians 3.8, but now you must put them all away, talking about you being a new creation, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Or Ephesians mm-hmm. 5 um, is another biggie, um, mm-hmm. but Ephesians 5 is not even talking about curse words, uh, but I'll read it. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, uh, which is out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Um, for you may, for you may be sure of this: that anyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, um, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ or God. Nothing. Yeah, I think, I think the big issue is as a. I think this is what Christians like to do often. They grab onto these certain verses and then they pull them out of context outside of the conversation that Paul is having. I mean, you look at Ephesians and Colossians. Yeah. Um, that Paul's having in these things that aren't, that have nothing to do with mm-hmm. um, the topic at hand, right? Like you look at Ephesians 5. Well, Ephesians 5 has nothing to do with curse words. It has everything to do with sexual immorality, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a progression that we follow as we go through those verses that it's sexual morality and purity, it gets ugly, and then it's covetedness of more sexual morality, and then it's a foolish talk or crude joking about sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 here's my issue with all of this. <clears throat> I think an issue here, and, and we see this throughout Christianity in general, that we like to grab on to parts of verses or parts of letters mm-hmm. um, and then make them the everything, right? Like, because I don't like cursing, then I'm going to grab these verses that I found because I did a quick Google search or these are the verses that were always quoted back to me. Um, but in context of what he's actually writing about, well, at least we look at, you know, uh, Ephesians and Colossians, um, when mm-hmm. Paul's writing, like he's not actually talking about curse words as a language. Um, he's talking about um, attitude and how those words be using. Or in Ephesians 5, he's talking about sexual morality um, and how that kind of progresses and shows itself. Um, right. And even in, you look in Ephesus, like Ephesus is like a hotbed for sexual morality. Cla- or, uh, um, Corinth- Didn't Corinth they have like a similar. ton of like big temples and stuff, like worship to tons of gods in Ephesus? Or maybe that was everywhere. But I, yeah. yeah, it was everywhere. But in Ephesus specifically, um, yeah. it was the goddess of fertility. Well, the ah. goddess of fertility um, literally had temple prostitutes 
inside of the mm. temple. Same similar practices were in this in the city of Corinth. And this is why you see wow. Paul make the statements of women shouldn't uh, speak in the church. Women should draw, dress yeah. in such a way that doesn't, well, it has nothing to do with necessarily a blanket statement across all Christianity. Right. It was a letter to that specific church because the mm. issues that they were dealing with was, well, when women stood up and when women had that well, the things that all the men's minds are going back to is what they were practicing before with, right. with these Greek right. goddesses and mm. having sex with these women as a form of worship, right? Wow. So that's what he was trying to stop. Um, he yep. wasn't saying women should never speak in the church. That wasn't his. Right. That wasn't his point. His point was, he was hey, like, in hey, this church. in your city, in this time, yeah. <laughs> this means something else. So mm-hmm. you guys What's should the be same? different. Yeah. It's the same thing with Gentiles, right? Yeah. Like there's things that that uh, after the council in, in Jerusalem where they say, hey, for the sake of your Jewish brethren, for your sake yeah. of your Jewish fellow followers of Jesus, um, right. avoid these things, not because it's sin, right. but because it's causing them to stumble and create you know, disunity, and that's just not what we need, right? Like that's what he's trying to get right. at. Right. Um, so I think we have to be really careful when we start grabbing just single verses out of Scripture um, because I don't necessarily think this is where – He's coming down to us. So here. Okay, wait. Before you go there, um, <laughs> before before you kind of say, um, don't grab a single verse. Um, I actually I agree with you way more than I disagree with you. Um, I was kind of kind of playing dumb for a minute uh, before or downplaying a little bit. But okay, here's a single verse that I think encapsulates cursing well. Um, it's Romans 12, 14. It just says this, bless those who persecute you, bless, uh, bless and do not curse them. Very simple. But to me, if I was looking at that, it, if I felt persecuted as in like, not just felt persecuted, like my, like someone was trying to kill my family and friends, you know, because we follow Jesus, like somebody or somebody who's trying to like ruin their business or mess up their life or something. My first reaction as a, as a person is not to bless them. Um, My first reaction is like to get even with them, to hurt them, to stop them, to, to like, to spread bad news about them, whatever, like it's to get even or to, go up one level to escalate. Um, but <laughs> dude, I don't think it's, don't say bad words about them. Don't say, man, I hate that guy. He sucks. Like yeah. saying somebody sucks. That's a character judgment. Like they're a bad yeah. person, you know? Well, he but probably does suck at certain is... times of life. Like if he's, if he's sure. like, if he's licking a lollipop or right. Right. Um, drinking exactly. a drink out of a straw, like he's probably sucking. Exactly. Yeah, but I just mean like I that like bless those who who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Like cursing them would be I don't know, going real intense. Like either yeah. trying to go above and beyond on getting even with them, um, or really trying to tarnish their name, trying to get them kicked out of their city or town or state or something like that. I don't know. I think that's the more of the heart of this thing, then, uh, don't use words that your society views as being like the, the potty words, you know, <laughs> potty mouth language. Words. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, you say not to use a single verse, but I think that's a pretty good one that maybe communicates no, think, more of the heart of this. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this is where we get to. Like, for me, this is how this how sin plays out. And Jesus said this in Matthew 22. We call it the great commandment. Mm-hmm. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Two equal commandments. Mm-hmm. He's put it together. And we can simplify them and say, love God, love people. Um, but then he goes on to say in that same sentence, he says, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Mm-hmm. So this is where sin starts to exist when, when we look at the world of cursing. I think curse words create um, uh, emotion for language. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can portray something by saying shit that I can't portray by saying, oh, man, dang it. Right? Like, there's there's a different <laughs> level of emotion. It. Yeah, right? Like, there's a yeah. different level of yeah. emotion to that. I don't think there's any problem with that at all. Um, right. Where you start to get into ground, into bad ground or in sinful ground is when we start to get into this place where we're essentially what you were just saying. We start mm-hmm. to curse someone else. When I say you're a piece of shit, well, that's a whole nother world now. Now I'm in sin. You are not loving. You've always been bad. Yeah, I'm not loving my neighbor, right? Right? Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. at that point, I've now, I'm not loving my neighbor like I love myself. Like at that point, I've crossed a line and now I'm in sin. I mean, it doesn't have to be a curse word. It doesn't have to be, you know, whatever the curse word happens to be. It could be anything when I live with that thing. But this is where you cross the line in language of using curse words is when we start to attack people, like in my anger, yeah. if I'm using curse words to attack somebody, I'm in sin, period. It's yeah. black and white. Um, but if I'm in normal conversation, I'm using curse words to express emotion or to try to portray something that I couldn't have portrayed in a different way. I, I see no issue with that at all. Like you see that shirt around that says um, women wear, um, I'm a Christian, but I curse a little. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it, yeah. But why did cursing become such a thing? Like, that's the morality? Like, this right. is where we get in this crazy ground of of Christianity of, like, it, we're supposed to just be moral all the time. Yeah. But, like, Dude. it's not an issue of moral. It's an issue of loving God and loving people. And as long as I live in that world, I'm, I'm living in line with, with the gospel and living in line with mm-hmm. Jesus' commands, commandments to us. Yeah. Man, as you were saying that, I the thing that came to mind for me was that there are a lot of things that I've said in my lifetime. It, let's be real in the last month that I would like to take back if yeah. I could physically press a rerun, rewind button. And, and I would, I'd like to take them back because usually they're just very hurtful, you know, um, yeah. with my words. And that's yeah. where like all the talk in James of like the tongue is a fire. The tongue is a yeah. rudder, you know, all that stuff like the rudder that turns the ship, the the spark that lights a forest on fire, all that yep. stuff. I'm like, yeah, it is. But it has nothing to do with um, four-letter words or five-letter words or whatever. Yep. has everything to do with, like, did you plan to hurt someone when you yep. said that? And did you say it to try to hurt somebody? Did you plan to deceive somebody? And were you trying to deceive somebody? Did it work? Did you double down? Like yeah, it's, it's all of that, you know, it's the heart. Um, and, um, and that's the stuff when, when it's out of your mouth, that's the stuff you immediately are like. It's like, as it's going, you're like, no, yeah. you get three to four words in and you're like, I'm committing because I'm mad and I mean it. And then as yeah. soon as it's out, you're like, I'm the worst person ever. Um, yeah, and that's like, curse words, maybe. One of my superpowers is to size people up and understand their insecurities. Um, and then <laughs> yeah. to attack those insecurities. Which is like, dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. A horrible, horrible skill set. Um, <laughs> because it's manipulative as all can be. 
Um, but extremely effective to destroy and win conversations. Um, So I like have to pay pretty close attention to it, but no, I'm right there with you. Like, I I think there's, there's three types of sin, right? Well, in this realm, there's three types of sin. There's sins against God. That's literally putting anything before God is sin, period. Right. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. That's how this works. We call it idolatry. Um, There's sins against man, those around you. Um, Typically, we sin more against those that we love. It's it's like, you know, in the situation we're in right now as a country, like not loving those that may be different or or look different from us. Like that's sin. It's just it's plain and simple. I don't care how you want to paint it. I don't care what they've done to you. I don't care what they've what you think they've done to society. Like that's that's sin. Like to not love base level, a man killing a man straight up killing. Oh, for sure. That's it. Get back to that. core. You know, like it's it's like one person killing another person and we don't have to go into that whole situation because everybody's thinking about that but it's just sin man against man or woman against woman or whatever you know it's it's person to person sin yeah and third is sin against yourself so like jesus and the uh, paul described this as sexual sin sexual sin is against yourself yeah right um, causing destruction and so like yeah. that that's where the category lives. So in all reality, you have freedom outside of that. So I have freedom in my language, I have freedom in how I talk as long as I'm not causing um, harm to somebody else. I'm like, well, you go back to uh, yeah. Paul's words and, and you're not to the putting Ephesians anybody and, else in God's seat in your life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and going back to Paul's words in Ephesians 5, like the second I had to go into coarse joking, sexual coarse joking about yeah. My conquests, for lack of yeah, a better term, right? Right? Like, no, I'm not showing respect to that woman, um, or if right. you're a woman, you're not showing respect to that man. Like, you're causing harm in that moment. Maybe no one else hears it except the other person you're listening to. But now you've created a, a an image of them that might not be true. Right. Um, like, that's that's the piece that, that he's trying to get to, right? right. Like, um, are we causing harm against other people? Are we causing harm against God? That's sin. Okay, so. So I, I'm a parent. <laughs> I don't want Catherine, my 18 month old, a little older than that daughter, yeah. year and a half. I don't want her to be like, daddy, bullshit. <laughs> I don't Why want not? her to say that That's in front adorable. of other people. It is funny, but I don't want them to think that I'm saying that 24 seven. But the reality is she always says the thing that, that I don't want her to say the most. So it's weird that your words bullshit, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, like, but <laughs> let, let's dig into this for a second. We'll have a, a little counseling yeah. session. Yeah. Why? Right. Like, yeah. what, what, why don't you want her to say those things? I think for me, it's that I grew up with those as the bad words, the, the words that you shouldn't say and maybe you think, but don't say them out loud because it hurts your testimony. You know, that's what I grew up with. So in my mind, it's always kind of like that, like, I don't want people to, like a toddler is just kind of a filter. What are they hearing in their life? You know, what are they hearing at home? And we're in COVID-19, like she's always home, you know, Um, like it's, it's kind of like if people, yeah, it's about people more than anything. It's like, oh, Andrew must say bullshit a lot. Um, which you actually don't, <laughs> I don't use those words a lot um, yeah. unless I'm working on a project and hitting my finger with a nail or, yeah. or, you know, like, yeah, then I do. 
but uh but yeah i don't know man it's kind of roundabout but so like you don't what want people think. others to think that you, like because other... let me let me go back to what you said earlier is, is it hurts our testimony right like that's a thing yeah. christians love to say that's a biggie yeah um let me ask you this how does it hurt your testimony see that's the thing mentally <laughs> my head says it actually doesn't my no my heart says it actually doesn't but i grew up in an environment that said well, you your heart's evil say, so you gotta be careful with that one <laughs> yeah yeah okay i don't truly <laughs> you're right i don't truly believe it hurts my testimony at all but i grew up thinking i needed to say bowel movement instead of yeah. poop um yeah. or or crap or whatever yeah. you know because it's... because one was bad and the other was okay and and yeah. i it, that's kind of ingrained in me it's like some words are really bad and others are okay even if it's the f word yeah you know f u c k versus f r i c k oh dude i just remembered another story yeah freak uh oh that's going to be good i'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I said the F word in this. You have to correct me. So we're sitting around. We're sitting around uh, the table of a friend of ours. Um, uh-huh. There's all the friends around. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, your wife calls me Fluffy because um, she thought she was being funny. In my return, uh-huh. thinking I was being funny, no, I responded no, you didn't with say the F word. Uh, I didn't. No. I thought I said F you. No. What did I say? I thought you oh, said. Oh, I, I said I called her a bee. Never <laughs> mind. That was bee. bad. That would have been sin. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I was just trying to be funny. I was trying to get the joke. Okay. But holy crap! Did the table turn on me, <laughs> dude? And here's the thing: is <laughs> yeah, they did. But I wasn't even mad at you because I knew you were trying to joke. Um, but she was. Actually, Jana was the, Jana, Jana, Jana was the only one thought it was funny. She was she the only one that was mad. laughing. Yeah. Everybody else was like. Josh, that was ridiculous. You lay over the table and says, Josh, I was over the line. That's not okay. Uh, what the hell just happened? And everybody turned on you. She just called right. me fat. Okay. To be fair, that was very early into knowing that you. Funny. That was very early. But yeah, she called you fluffy. That was bad, man. That was I don't remember not how it okay. came up, but it's so funny. I thought okay. it was funny. Jan and I thought it was funny. Everybody yeah. else was offended by the whole conversation, but. That's okay. It's not the first time in my life everyone's been offended by conversations I've had. But um, yeah, well, speaking of conversations you've had, we've had, we we all got baggage on this thing. And from growing up in the church, I have some baggage on that. Of like, I still, I don't believe. Like, dude, I listen to podcasts all the time, and they use cuss words all the yeah. time, and I don't think any less of them for it. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. You know, and I hear it all the time. That doesn't mean I say it all the time. It doesn't matter. I yeah. just like, but part of me is still like, that's a bad. Well, word. like there's I this. I wouldn't say that at dinner. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, there's a part that's like, so there was this morality inside of Christianity that ran through the 90s and into the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And it was hyper legalistic, hyper of we're better than you. Like that was the the kind of the, the piece of it all. Um, and 
and at the core of it was like to be better than you i have to i have to show that and to show that i'm just not gonna use curse words like i would argue like and they would use that term like we don't want to harm our testimony it's the same reason they don't drink right like whether they think it was grape juice or not um they're looking at it saying like (laughs) crazy it is (laughs) crazy history does not say that i'm sorry guys um I think we talked about booze at some point in in our in our list. It's next episode we talk about booze. Doesn't yeah, we're gonna it? we're gonna talk about it. We it's talk not about the herb, herb, and booze. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll get into sins against yourself. So that I think that we're still living inside of a lot of that. Like it still exists yeah. this moral underground. And like, yeah. sure, you don't want your child cursing in public because yeah. you don't want your child to be seen as. But like, it's not a sinful thing. It's a in all honesty, it's a prideful thing. I don't want to see my child as a scumbag or like a degenerate. So I don't want him cursing in these places, but I'd argue back to the whole, you know, hurting my testimony. Like I, you know, I think of my non-Christian friends and the language that they choose to use. And if I chose not to use that language, um, they would probably pick up on those things and notice. Is it bad or good? No, I don't necessarily think so. But if I can take the stigma away from Christianity and use that language to break down those barriers for the sake of the gospel, to be able to say, yeah, like we're just, we're normal human beings just trying to live this Jesus life. The only difference is, yeah, we have sin that we're we're combating. That's the difference. And my sin is sin against God, sin against man, and sin against myself. And those are the things that I avoid. Language is not a part of that that equation. And we need to stop putting things inside those. I think this is why it's important to me. We need to stop putting things inside of a box of morality so we're better than, we look better yeah. than, whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. And we create lists of sins that aren't sins. So I'm giving you the freedom to curse um, if you're listening yeah. to this and you need some yeah. type of voice outside of your life to say it's okay. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not directed towards people, as long as you're using it as language to express an emotion, but it's not um, derogatory or, or uh, abusive in some way. Um, and I think we strip a lot of the, then the pressures of Christianity start to, to, to fall away because they're not pressures that Jesus created for us. They're pressures yeah. we've created on ourselves. It's, it's the Pharisees of Jesus' day, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to create all these rules and laws on top of the laws um, yeah. just so we can be better. And he, he, that, that's, not the, that's not the piece. Then it's just bondage again. Right. Now we're getting back to you know, the, the bondage of, of the law. Like we're free. Yep. We're followers of Jesus and we found freedom inside of his gospel, inside of his sacrifice. So let's live inside of that freedom and our language can live inside of that freedom. Um, and I think Dude, that's a big piece. Okay. When you, when you were saying that, I agree totally. Um, live in that freedom. But as you were saying that, um, this passage came to mind and it's in Matthew. It's towards the end. I'll find it and I'll tell you what it is. But Jesus is talking to a crowd of like kind of nobodies, you know, the normal people, the common folk. And yeah. he says, listen about the Pharisees. You should do the things they tell you to do, but don't live your life in the way they live their life. Um, and then he goes on to say, you know, they, they stand and pray in front of you um, so that you can see them, not so that they can honor God. They stand and pray. So you see them, they take the high seat, so that everybody knows, yeah, that dude, that dude has high social status. Like he yeah. is, he's ahead of me. Um, so Jesus says, yeah, they, they teach the right things, but they don't live the right things. Um, and to me, that, that is kind of the spirit of, of this whole discussion is try to live the right things. Um, 
don't try to just like follow every single rule of the, I don't know, like the, the religion side of Christianity. Cause I think there's a difference between religion and relationship. Religion is like, go do this, do this, do this, do this. Relationship is more like, who do you turn to when you need to really talk to somebody about what your next step in, in life is, you know, who's the people's advice who you really trust or the God's advice who you really trust. You know, it's not, it's not, what's my checkbox. It's, I have a real question and I don't know the answer. How do I figure out the right answer? You know, that's that's like kind of relationship religion, but, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm those verses are the bit. beginning of Matthew 23, I think. Tell yes. me if these are right. Yeah. Um, uh, Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, now 23 is right after 22. He literally just had a conversation about the great commandments. Yep. Um, he says, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees that sit in Moses' seat. Now that's authority, right? Like that's what yep. he's speaking to. Big time. Um, Big time. So they are the connection. And you have to remember too, like the law wasn't, the law wasn't as readily available to read as the Bible is available for us. So you have to have some kind of standard in it, right? Um, That's what the Bible is for us. It it creates a standard. We don't worship scripture. We worship the one that wrote scripture and that's God himself, but there's a standard or foundation that we pull from it. Um, He says the teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in the Moses's seat. So be careful to do everything they tell you. Um, And this is the piece of it, right? Like when the laws that they're teaching the laws that align with Moses, the yeah. laws of Moses, that you need to do be very stuff. careful to do these things. Yeah. These are important because yeah. they're, it's sin against God and sin against people. That's what all sin you know, boils down yeah. to. Um, and he says, but do not do what they do, mm. for they do not practice what they preach. They tie Harsh. up heavy. The, I think this verse is, is enlightening. Mm. They tie up heavy cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulder because they themselves aren't willing to lift a finger to move them. Mm. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's, that's what we're trying to fight against, right? Like yeah. this level of hypocrisy, hypocrisy, hypocrites, hypocrites, <laughs> hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Look at that. I got there. Oh, that's so good. I'm not an English major. I didn't do well in English. Um, <laughs> I'm dyslexic. You'll figure it out. Uh, keep oh, listening, awesome. though. Uh, but yeah. that's the piece of it, right? The level of hypocrisy that's existing inside of, yeah. at that time, the Jewish culture um, that yeah. Jesus was fighting against and now still exists at, at points through Christian right. culture that we're totally. still trying to fight against because it creates unnecessary burden on followers of Jesus that there didn't need to be burden there in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why this conversation is important. Yeah. And and I think that that verse communicates the the spirit of this whole thing well um i didn't know it was in matthew 23 but i literally read it the other day and i was thinking about this conversation um and man the the clarity of that like ties up a heavy burden and puts it on somebody else but isn't willing to lift it themselves. You know, it's like if we're backpacking and I'm like, Josh, Hey man, I need to just put a few things in your pack. And you're like, yeah, dude, of course, put a few things in. No worries. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my pots and pans and uh, my water, obviously, because you're going to take a drink. I'm going to put, yeah, my dumbbells, 
I'm going to throw in uh, my bag of sand that I carry, you know, just to even out my distribution. And it's like, oh, cool, man. Like, what are you carrying? It's like, oh, just like my bag. I got my bag. Algae. Yeah, my Nalgene. It's empty because you got my my water. (laughs) Like, I'll fill it up when I need it. Um, But it is literally like that, only in like a spiritual sense of like, I'm going to tell you to do all these things to... Um, to say these things, to not say, I'm going to tell you, Josh, only use your tongue for, for good things. And I'm going to leave it ambiguous. And when you say, when you stub your finger and you say shit, I'm going to say, Josh, you should repent. And and you can confess to me what you just said. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's this religious, yeah. like heavy, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, well, know. it's, I think it, down I, on you. I'd be curious where it comes from. I, I, I think, and I am probably wrong, but I think it comes from pride that if I can make you feel worse about yourself, that means I'm better than myself than I actually am. And, and we just create this unhealthy cycle that constantly, um, I don't know when, when I was reading these no, verses I don't again, think it's and, pride. I'm going to interrupt you. I you think, think it's a really, really low view of God. Hmm. I think it's like, a I'm going to be That's ahead good. of you in line. Like I'm going to be one step ahead of you because all God cares about is like, is Josh worse than Andrew? Let Andrew in, you know, it's like a super low, like, like deeds based thing of like, Oh, you know, Josh got a 91%. Andrew got 91 and a half. Like he's in Josh is in hell. That's it. It's like that religious thinking. Yeah. That's a powerful word right there, dude. Like a low view of God is what, Hmm drives that conversation and that behavior man yeah he's so small that that if i use the wrong four-letter word i'm gonna hurt him god i'm gonna hurt god with my four-letter word uh or five letters six i don't know how many letters but but it's like that it's like he's so god is so small and so fragile that i have to observe all these tiny little mm-hmm. lines you know and rules that if yeah. i break one i'm bad or if i break one well even I'm to honest, limit god down god just to bad. like a morality of of illicit do's and don'ts like yeah. a morality of like you're a good person if you do this you're a bad person if you do that and that's not the point of all this. Like Jesus yeah. called us to love those that are around us and love them in a sacrificial way, in a way that puts them before myself, which means my desires, my wants come second to their desires and their wants, right? Like for what's what's best for them. Like I could be destructive if, if you go, if you take that too far. Uh, but like, that's the core of it. Like it's love. Like God is what God is love, like at the core of everything he's doing. And, and he wants to be, you know, um, he wants us to experience his, his deep love for us and us to have a deep love for him because that creates a bond in a relationship and our sins that go against him just create, it's a divide. Just like my sins against you creates a divide between us, whether you know my sins against you or not, like that's still going to create a divide. And when all that comes to light, then it creates destruction, right? Like that's right. what he's trying to avoid. Like he's trying, and you get back to the church, and when Jesus says, "You know, I want you to be to have unity and and to support one another," and you see the the epistles go into the same words. Like there's a level of sacrifice of like, yeah, we don't see eye to eye on this, and that's okay. Um, we yeah. we end up in different places. I can't say what you're doing is sin, and you can't say what I'm doing that's sin. That's mm-hmm. great. Let's just keep moving on. Yeah. 
Um, and that's this piece. But then we weaponize scripture along the way somewhere. And, and now we're attacking other churches and not living in unity about things that aren't necessarily sin um, when yeah. we really dig into it. But we use those verses to call it sin because we can pull them out of context really fast. Yeah. Right? That's the things yeah. we're trying to fight against. Like I think Jesus cares a lot more about our unity than he does about our sin because his sacrifice on the cross took care of our sin. Yes, our sin's destructive. Yeah. Our sin is yeah. ugly. And, and continuing down those paths will keep um, causing destruction. Um, but what he desperately wants is that great love for him and a great love for people around us. Like that's yeah. what he's trying to get us to. And if we can yeah. live that, then then like that's world changing. Like that's life changing. That's something you can totally. build a church around, right? Totally. Um, but we miss yeah. it. We miss it constantly. And unfortunately, if you've been on the other side of it, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry if you're if you're on the other side of it right now. I'm sorry. Like it's it's not about the the words that you're using. Granted, no. if you're speaking out of I hate you, <laughs> it might be out of that, you know, but if you're just saying a word that is stigmatized in society, yeah. I don't think it's that. Um and man, part 2 of that a little bit different, but what you were saying, it's like Jesus prayed for the unity of, of believers. And, um, this week, you know, if you've opened your phone at all, you know, that our nation, United States of America is more divided right now than, than we've been in a long time. Like we took COVID-19, you know, this, this virus on lockdown, got to do this stuff. Then we fought against murder hornets. Yeah. Don't yeah, forget about that. Then, dude, I, okay. I got to tell you a story about those soon. This freaking hornet charged me all because <laughs> I, it was starting to build a nest above my garage and I was spraying bug spray on it. Like pump. Was it a murder bug hornet? Spray. Dude, it was ready to murder me. I don't know if it was a murder hornet or not. It didn't hit me, but I literally sprinted inside. It was bad. Did it, <laughs> it rip was, off the bees heads? Then you know Dude, it's a murder hornet. It probably did. It would have. <laughs> it would have. It would have ripped off my head. The question is, true. would he have been cursing at you in that moment? <laughs> no, he would have been like defending himself. Like, what are you? Why are you spraying gasoline on my house? <laughs> you know, like, dude, that was, it was scary. That was last yeah. night. I sprinted inside. No, the bigger, the bigger thing is you, you talked about unity um, like that Christ wants us to be unified as believers. And man, how radically different would we look right now as the church, like the church in Ghana, the church in America, the church yep. in Guatemala, the church in Paris. Like yep. if we were truly unified, not along the lines of race, not along lines of uh, words, you know, but along lines of like, no, no, we we're all sinful. We're yeah. trying to get towards Jesus. We're following Jesus. You know, yeah. like if we were truly unified around that right now, dude, the church would be a force to be reckoned with. And yeah. it is a force, but, but we could be in the day to day. Not, not that we're one political group or another. It's like, no, no, not, we're separate. We're about Jesus. We yeah. want and you not to a be force. about us too. Yeah. yeah, not a force in the sense of power. No, no, a force in, but, in, in the sense of I want to be a part of that. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. Like a gravitational pull yeah. of like, they're different and they're, and that seems better. So yeah. I want to be a part of that. But, but sometimes we squabble about these words of like, don't say, say bowel movement, not, not poop. And God knows you shouldn't say shit. <laughs> you know? When I stub like my toe, to sometimes I say poop sticks. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but yeah, sounds good. Long pieces of poop. Yeah, on like a stick. Like I picture it like a those rocket popsicles, but just a brown turd. Just kind of gnaw on it. Yeah, yeah. Slowly over time. I don't know, man. What do you think? What do you think about that? Other than rocket pops? No, I think that's great, dude. Like I think, man, if we just choose to love and like, I think of I think of the woman um, that was caught in adultery and they're about to stone her, and Jesus shows up. Yeah on the scene he draws a line in the sand he writes something in the sand we all wish we knew what it was we don't we won't know until we get to heaven but um but in that moment it wasn't it wasn't hey let me tell you everything about your life that's wrong ma'am it was i'm going to protect you for what's wrong and what they're about to do is wrong because they have no right to do it um they don't get to take life because um you've been lived you live in sin like things have changed yeah Um, and that's the stance you took um, you look at the woman at the well and in, in, in um, the Samaritan woman. Um, and yes, he calls out his sin, but his end goal wasn't necessary to call out the sin. It's an important no. piece to get to the no, end. No, no. He called out the sin so that she was like, oh, you know me. You yeah. you actually know the things I don't want people to know. You Like, yeah. you know me. Like, you've dug into my shame and you're <laughs> still talking to me in this moment. Yeah. You're still loving to me. And not only that. I'm, he's giving you access to, mm-hmm. you know, forever water, everlasting yeah. water. He's yeah. calling himself the Messiah in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like he's introducing essentially yeah. himself. Um, but it's not about the sin. It's about to recognize, you know, recognize the sin, but get back to Jesus. It's about Jesus. Are we getting back to this place where, where Jesus is our focus? And it's the same thing in our world today. Like, am yeah. I loving you as I should be? Um, in such a way that I'm putting you above myself because that's what Jesus would do. Like, that's how he would love. Um, and it's not blind faith. Like, we're not pushing sin away. We still see it. We still recognize right. it. It's still there. But in the midst of it, we still believe that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is greater than it. And in the sight of forgiveness, takes care of it. Right. Um, and that's the piece I think we have to hold on to. And push away all the other burdens. The rest of it doesn't matter. If you're not harming God, you're not harming yourself and you're not harming others, you're probably okay. We're not going to call it sin. So if you need to drop that S word, drop it. Now the B word, the C word, (laughs) like now you're getting to some, you're getting some scary ground. Like you can watch, just watch yourself. Be careful. Say the B word in jest. Uh, I don't know how you say the C word in all honesty. Like, now you're creating a whole mess of things, but but will the entire group turn on you? Maybe, probably. Should you 100%. say it? It's a story of my know. life. Probably not. Maybe. Who knows? We're I gonna thought find it was out. Funny. Nobody else did. <laughs> uh, I yeah, apologize to Jana just in case. But. Yes, you did. You did, and I didn't know you well enough then to be like, "You're joking." It's okay. But uh, sorry about that, man. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Well, I didn't like, mean to be that guy. No, and I get it. Like uh-huh. my my mentality is to 
seem like I'm pretty serious all the time. So I get that. Right. But right. Um, but you were called fluffy and nobody wants to be called fluffy. fluffy. Come on. That's rough. <laughs> I'm probably that even more rough. fluffy now. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody wants that. Uh, maybe it was a funny does. moment. It was a funny moment between Jana and I. It's all good. Yeah, it was. Everyone it's else can just kiss my ass. Whoa. Watch out for that three-letter word there, man. It was close to them. Was I, was I hurting them? Was it derogatory? Was I putting them down? Was I putting them in a no, lower place? No, you're fine. Than me? You're, I don't think you're I was. fine, actually. Yeah. I think I was just making a statement. I was expressing emotion, and I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is what I want to see from you, people that are listening. I want you to drop the f bomb on Facebook, on Instagram, on all those social medias. I'm just kidding. And tag um, us when you do. Yeah, and I'll say this too. There's another piece of this too, right? Like, if I use language that can be considered foul language in an environment that's like, yeah, I'd rather you not do that. Yeah, Yeah. out of love for my brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm going to stop using that language, right? Like, that's care. Like, if they're uncomfortable with it, that's fine. I I won't use it. It's the same thing with drinking, right? Like, if they're uncomfortable with it. That's fine. I like. I'm not connected to it in such a way. Or, like I have to stand on my hill and say, "No, drinking's okay. I'm gonna chug this beer right in front of you, and you're gonna watch." No, like if they're not okay with it, then right. they're not okay with. It, that's fine. I just won't drink around them. Right. Um, it's the same thing with cursing. Like we can go through so many lists of things of like, um, like I want to love you well, and in the midst of that, now you're not gonna control me with that. Like if you're doing it for the sake of control. Right. I'm going to push against your control and we're going to have fun with it and you're not right. going to like it, but I'm going to enjoy it. Right. Um, but I'm trying to get you to a better place. Like that's why I'm doing it. Josh, if you could just not use the letter T from now on in, general? in any of your words. Yeah. That's it's adorable. It's, it's sinful. And <laughs> you imagine how slowly you would have to speak if you had to think of, is there a T in this? Uh, it's impressive. Yeah. I was going to say think, but it's impressive that you <laughs> look at me and say, he's intelligent enough. I think there's a T in there. Intelligent. There's definitely a T in there. There's a couple of them. Center. How dare you? I was going to say smart, How but there's dare. a T in that one. Uh, he's smart enough to be able to figure that out. I'm not smart enough here. Dude, I'm not either. You I'm can spell either. words to me out loud, and I'll be like, I don't even. Sounds like gibberish. All, I have no listen, idea what you just All spell. I'm doing is I'm just here putting a heavy burden on you, That's and I'm expecting oh, man, you gotta, to carry it, it. And 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 I'm not willing to. I'm going right? to say the T's. Like, what were Jesus' so words when that. it comes to burden? Yeah. yeah. Lay it on him. Lay my burden on. is I, my my, burden my is yoke light. is easy and my burden burden is light. If you're living a Christian life right now that doesn't feel like his burden's light, you're not living the Jesus Christian life. Yeah, um, you're leaving some religious life and and you're putting burdens on yourself that Jesus is not trying to put on you. Um, he's yeah. trying to get you to a place so you're loving him and loving people and making a difference in your world. Um, it shouldn't feel like burden. And if it's feeling a burden, something's off, something's wrong. You got to dig into it. You got to figure out what it is because you should be able to live a life full of hope, full of freedom, full of looking to the future that things are going to always be better. Things are always going to be great. No matter how ugly they get, Jesus is right there with me in the midst of it. And because of that, I can face anything in this life. Um, that was a little preaching moment for yeah, you all. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, man. I think but that hey, was... Great. As always, Andrew, it's great to see you, my friend. Man, it was great to talk to you, Josh. Thanks for your time. Hey, 
If you're listening right now, do us a favor and just uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts. I think it's the only platform you can rate us on. If you're on a different platform and you can, rate us there as well. It always yep. helps. It's going to just help us kind of push us forward. If you like us in the, along the way, follow us. Even if you're really not listening, though, it helps us if you do listen. Please listen. Please go back and listen to all the podcasts. If this is your first podcast you're listening to, uh, start at like episode three. It's like when we found our groove. Yeah. We're like, yeah. yeah the first two, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're okay. They're yeah. probably entertaining enough, but if yeah. you need to skip something, skip those two and go <laughs> go to three. <laughs> That's right. Start at three. So when we get to 10, we're at seven, basically. Anyway, start at three. Yeah. Authenticity. We're being real about this. This <laughs> no, is for this sure. Jesus' life. Normal dudes. You know, we're figuring it out. That's true. And we're only going to get better from here. But hey, thank you so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Um, we're humbled to see the amount of people that are listening. Um, I wish it was higher, but that's just probably my pride and my ego saying it should be in the thousands by now. I'm kind of confused why it's not. Um, but, hey, we do really appreciate that you're listening. Um, we appreciate you sharing it with people. We've seen that as well. Um, that means a lot to us um, just to help others just live this life of freedom that we find in Jesus and, and have be full of hope yeah. again um, because that's what Jesus provides us. It's a hope for a future because it's a future with him. No matter what yeah. the world throws at us, no matter how ugly it can get as it is right now in our in our world, um, God is still God and Jesus is still Jesus. In the midst of that, I can hold on to confidence that's right. um, that he's in control. Mm-hmm. But Andrew? Yeah. Uh, so thanks for being here. Love you guys, and uh, feel free to use those four-letter words. (laughs) See you later.